Welcome to the Protoss Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 16th of July and you're listening to a weekly roundup for the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week we'll be looking at a raft of new crypto advertising policies designed to bring scams and shilling under control. We covered TikTok restricting influencers' abilities to promote cryptocurrency despite some potential get-arounds and we saw the UK's Advertising Standards Authority sound the alarm over a number of misleading and harmful crypto ads on display. And to finish off, we'll talk bubbling relations between the US and Russia as the Russian-linked ransomware group Revil disappears from the dark web. First up, if you're looking for a ridiculously cute but decidedly unscientific way of investing your cash, then meet Mr. Gox, the world's first Twitch streaming crypto trading hamster. Each night, traders looking for a few tips can log on to watch Mr. Gox randomly buying and selling real cryptos live from his office in Germany. Hamsters are well known for their nocturnal antics, but even if you can't make his 3am trades, he's got you covered. Every time he buys or sells one of around 30 cryptocurrencies, a post is pinged to his Reddit and Twitter pages. Obviously, as it's a hamster we're talking about here, each of these posts comes with a disclaimer warning of the severe financial losses that could arise from mimicking the pouched-faced investors' trades. Indeed, Mr. Gox's trading portfolio is currently slightly down, just under $13 actually, after 84 trades to be precise. So how does he pick his trades? Well, the Gox box, or his office, which is called the Gox box, is kitted out with a number of wheels and tunnels that are hooked up to a computer. These machines use the latest tech to execute trades depending on his movements. Now, running on the intention wheel selects the crypto that he's going to trade with. Then, running through one of two decision tunnels, buys or sells the crypto. Simple. Now, his trades are currently limited to a maximum buy order of $24 at a time. And should he go through the sell tunnel, he'll liquidate his entire holding of his selected crypto. But according to Mr. Gox's human business partner, if his audience keeps growing, they may look at ways of allowing him to choose his buy amounts. As of his last stint in the Gox box, he holds 12 cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum and Polkadot. Tuesday now and cryptocurrency ads have joined drugs and guns on the list of things that TikTok influencers are banned from promoting on the platform. It comes after a new update to TikTok's branded content policy that will take all financial services and products off the menu for influencers looking to make a buck. Previously, creators could get away with crypto-related promotions by displaying hashtag ad on their posts. However, despite the new measures, the update won't block creators from talking about cryptocurrency completely. As noted by Decrypt, Twitch streamer Jordan Fish said that shitcoin shilling posted under the guise of analysis could continue as influencers use hashtag not financial advice as a get out clause. Given that crypto influencers regularly rack up millions of views on the platform, this ban was never likely to end crypto promotion completely. In recent years, trading platform Robinhood, crypto web browser Brave and a raft of other altcoin projects have all teamed up with TikTok influencers to shill themselves to the platform's growing user base. Since its launch in 2016, the Beijing-based app has managed to expand its base to over 1 billion monthly active users across 150 different countries. And when we compare TikTok to social media old guards like Facebook and Twitter, TikTok has a foothold with a largely Gen Z audience. 
According to Statista, 32.5% of TikTok users are aged between 10 and 19. And this means that a slew of ads for the next Dogecoin or free cryptocurrency are likely to have appeared on the timelines of some very young and impressionable users. As noted by the Financial Times, the UK's Financial Conduct Authority recently warned of the potential impacts that social media ads can have on young investors. Sheldon Mills, the FCA's Executive Director for Consumer and Competition, said in a press release, We are worried that some investors are being tempted, often through online adverts or high-pressure sales tactics, into buying higher-risk products that are very unlikely to be suitable for them. And you only have to look at Twitter to see just how big a job TikTok has got on its hands. The Bluebird's strict advertising rules haven't been able to prevent numerous crypto scans from reaching millions of users. We at Protoss actually tracked one of the most high-profile cases of these illegal operations, dubbed the Motherload Scam. Following the scam, we uncovered that millions of dollars in crypto had been snared by criminals pretending to be big-name celebs. TikTok aren't the only ones concerned right now with crypto advertising. The UK's Advertising Standards Authority, or ASA, has announced that crypto marketing is now a, quote, red alert priority. The Financial Times reported that the watchdog is preparing to toughen up on misleading and irresponsible ads and is set to take a more proactive, tech-led approach rather than relying on customer complaints to track down rogue ads. This means that careless advertisers will now have to battle it out with advanced web scraping and AI tools as the ASA seeks to clean up crypto promotions online and across social media. So what exactly will they be doing? Well, unregulated or misleading companies will be receiving warning notices from the ASA, including disclaimers to their crypto ads. They're even coming after those pesky crypto shilling influencers. The chief of complaints and investigations at the ASA, Miles Lockwood, told the FT, quote, We see this as an absolutely crucial and priority area for us and said, where we do find problems, we will crack down hard and fast, end quote. The ASA appears to have found itself at the forefront of the battle against misleading crypto marketing because unlike more conventional financial products, cryptocurrencies fall largely outside of the remit of the Financial Conduct Authority. That said, the FCA has still played its part, warning investors away from a long list of cryptocurrencies that have failed to register in the UK. The ASA is already on the grind as a number of crypto-related ads have been targeted and squashed by the authority. In March, it banned a regional press spot from UK-based Bitcoin exchange CoinFloor. The ad in question targeted pensions and was flagged as socially irresponsible. In this case, the ASA stressed that a small disclaimer towards the end of the advert was not enough to adequately highlight the risks involved with an unregulated asset, particularly as those most at risk typically have little or no crypto cryptocurrency experience. And it was a similar story in May when the watchdog was forced to cut short Luno's Time to Buy campaign, which was running across London's underground network and buses. It was claimed that the ads failed to adequately convey the risks of investing in Bitcoin and were again taking advantage of inexperienced traders. The exchange subsequently agreed to add an appropriate risk warning. Even as far back as 2019, the ASA upheld complaints against an advert for derivatives platform BitMEX. These complaints focused on a graph that managed to exaggerate the investment returns on Bitcoin. So not only are the ASA killing dodgy crypto ads, but they've also got a track record and a taste for it. But let's see how they fare when all their new tech kicks in. 
And lastly, to finish the week, a suspected Russian ransomware group called Revil has mysteriously gone dark this week, while at the same time, cybercrime discussions between the US and the Kremlin have started to reach boiling point. Dark web pages belonging to the group disappeared on Tuesday, but it's not yet clear as to why it's been carried out or who's responsible. The takedown is hot on the heels of a number of high-profile and lucrative attacks directed against US-based organisations. Naturally, discussions between both the US President Joe Biden and the Russian leader Vladimir Putin have begun to heat up, especially since a link has been found between these large-scale ransomware attacks and the Russian-based Revil Group. Their exploits are ambitious. On the 2nd of July, Revil demanded $70 million in Bitcoin after a cyber attack on Miami-based software group Kaseya. But last Friday, Biden wasn't standing for it and told Putin that the US was ready to take, quote, any necessary action to defend against cyber attacks. And with that, on Tuesday, several websites belonging to the group went offline. One unnamed hacker apparently linked to Revil told the BBC that US authorities managed to dismantle parts of the dark websites belonging to the group, which spooked Revil into closing down the rest. The source also hinted at the Kremlin's involvement, saying, quote, Russia is tired of the US and other countries crying to them, end quote. So what does Russia think of all of this? Well, according to the TASS news agency, the Putin administration didn't deny that they were behind Revil's tech issues at a press conference on Wednesday. However, when asked who was responsible, their press secretary, Dmitry Peskov, said they simply don't have that information. So far, there's been no word yet from the White House, although Peskov did suggest that the two administrations are collaborating to tackle the wider ransomware issue. But there is a plan in place. Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber and Emerging Technology Anne Newberger told senators in a briefing on Wednesday that the White House is planning to announce their very own government-backed ransomware task force. Speaking to Politico, an anonymous Senate aide has rumoured that the force will be gearing up. They've said that it will be launching defensive cyber attacks against bad actors, while also developing ways of stopping cryptocurrency payments to hackers. And that's your lot. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise there's only so much we can fit into one podcast. So if you want more of the stories that matter, check out protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We'll see you next week. Bye bye for now.